What's going on, Simple Eaters? I'm Chef T, your host. Welcome back to SEWCT. We're going to get into it. Happy Friday. We are going to be talking about five ways the cannabis culture has changed during COVID-19. I found this article on adweek.com and they list out five things that they uh, are talking about as far as this industry and how the quarantine COVID-19, this whole pandemic has changed the cannabis industry. So let's get into it. I'm going to go through the five things, but it's a pretty lengthy article. So I just want to touch on these five things. The link is going to be in the podcast description as always. So feel free if you want to read further and see where they got their information from, click that link so you can head over to their website. So we're going to start with number one, cannabis shopping has likely been changed forever. The first major hurdle of the COVID-19 pandemic was securing essential businesses, which happened in the majority of the 33 states where cannabis sales are legal for medical patients and some of the 11 adult use markets. The move, which put dispensaries on par with the supermarkets and pharmacies, was groundbreaking, insiders said. But doing business during coronavirus pose major challenges, namely the need to shift from traditional brick and mortar to online shopping, curbside pickup, and contactless delivery. Though they've had to navigate a patchwork of rules that vary by geograph, many cannabis retailers pivoted quickly to meet local county and state guidelines. Some have been required to switch to delivery only, for instance, while some got clearance for the first time for curbside pickup and drive through. Others were given permission to give their physical doors open if they follow strict cleaning and social distancing protocols. I know here in, well, up here in Beacon, New York, across the river is Newbert, and uh, the dispensary I go to is called Curaleaf, and they have curbside. I believe they have delivery. I don't remember, but you know, curbs and the lines are crazy long, especially for that fourth, uh, four twenty April, April twentieth. Oh my gosh, they had like a crazy deal. They were um, discounting a bunch of stuff, and the line was incredible. It was like wrapped around another building, going up the block. It was crazy. Anyhow. Having now experienced what are often more convenient purchase options, consumers might never return to their pre-crisis cannabis shopping habits. A poll from Ganja Goddess found 67% of the respondents used delivery service pre-pandemic, rising up to 84% after the start of the lockdown. A Brightfield Group study, meanwhile, has showed that 34% of the cannabis consumers plan to switch to some form of click and collect in the future. The number is higher for millennials at 42%. Online marketplace Jane Technology reported 85,000 new registered users and a 142% boost in online orders in March. That number shot up. That was my computer. Great. That number shot <laughs> that number shot up to a 216% increase on April 20th. Execs at the platform, sometimes referred to as the Amazon of cannabis, think this is the new normal. As a consumer, you don't have to wait in line anymore. CEO Rosenfield said, 
as a small business, you can basically as a small business, you can offer convenience and correlation and understand that your consumers on a more meaningful level. Rosenfield predicts that online shopping will rise from 30% to 30% of total category spending pre-quarantine to 80% in the next year, serving as a incubator for what the future will hold across the number of industries. Number two, diverse edibles and infused beverages are ready to go mainstream. Edibles and THC infused beverages are having a moment far sooner than industry experts had predicted. As consumers lean towards alternative to smoking, Weed lace, dark chocolate, gummy candy, and spike wine have relatively uh, little shelf space and captured a pretty much 1% market share by most estimates in the pre pandemic world. But those numbers have ballooned recently. Edibles stole the show, according to a new study from the research firm Headset with delivery platform Ease Haze, sorry, reporting a 20 8% bump in the category in California alone and a BDSA recording 70% growth in sales of ingestible in late March in Colorado. We thought it would take two to five years before infused beverages really caught on. Cynthia Salezapeth, sorry, I'm totally butchered her last name. Really apologize. Founder and president of House of Saka, a premium infused wine brand said, but it's happening right now. They're taking up at least 25% of the dispensary space and we'll we'll just see this accelerate pretty much over the next months and years. The product themselves have also improved as consumers become more discerning. Green Horizon Research points out that today's Chardonnay mom and Equinox dad don't want old school pot brownies, but instead are looking for healthier alternative and sugar-free non-GMO organic goodies. The current product way fits that bill. Let's move on. Number three, there's a bunch of other stuff to read. Uh, I'm just trying to keep this short and sweet for Friday. Uh, number three, no longer niche 420 is a landmark annual event. The high holiday may have deep roots in the Grateful Dead music culture and its original high school's smokeouts in San Ruffel in the 1970s, but 420 has graduated. It's now a full-fledged consumer event with online shopping and delivery companies in California enjoying triple-digit growth. Ganja Goddess reported a 275% revenue increase this year over 2019 and a 346% jump in orders. Glasshouse Group, a dispensary chain and vertically integrated weed giant, saw a 300% boost in both retail and delivery sales marking its highest sales day ever. National Jane Technology logged 68% sale jump from its 1,500 dispensaries and a cannabis platform Spring Big reported 18.7 million in sales, a 95% leap for prior Monday. The faithful, no doubt, have continued to salute their spring sale in droves. But industry sources say there are plenty of newbies and canna curious 
among the buyers these days, as evidenced by the noteworthy spikes in edibles and beverages, which driven delivery calls an indicator of an older and less experienced user base. This is pretty dope. There's a lot happening. Let's move on to number four. Number four, cannabis value brands are taking the stage. An economic downturn complete with a devastating level of unemployment will mean far less impulse buying and experimentation, according to insiders. But Rosenfield believes consumers will go to their tried and true. That may or may not resolve around celebrity back brands, but products from rapper Snoop Dogg and those licensed by late singer Bob Marley's estate are among the most recognized in the space. Famous faces, if backed by well-reviewed products, can cut through the clutter. The current financial situation may also prompt cannabis brands to introduce discounts in more modestly priced lines, which are already in the works for a number of cannabis companies. More aggressive price offers may yet become the new reality, given that 37% of the consumers surveyed by AmericanMarijuana.org fear they won't be able to afford cannabis. In fact, trading down has already already fueled market growth, according to BDSA, which notes that products under $20 have been major sellers in Oregon, California, and Colorado. Let's move on. Number five, last but not least, cannabis is now a driving force in content and events. Laura Albers from Oasis believes it is vital brands in the industry find new virtual ways to connect with consumers. Cannabis has long been known for its sharing and communal practices, she said, finding platforms online to engage in more important than ever. And there is evidence across the board that brands are really tapped into this big way pretty much movement. April 20th wasn't just a party. It was providing ground for original content, virtual events, digital uh, activation, and the results are solid, according to the industry experts, including Weed Maps, which said it drew on audience of 300,000 viewers to its hire together session from home. The five hour live stream with performance with Billy Ray, Curtis, Burner, other artists, about 2.3 million earned media impressions and snagged 20,000 new followers for the delivery platforms. Weave Maps logged five times the number of orders on 420 from the previous year, 3,000 of those coming directly from people watching the entertainment. That's your five ways quarantine has changed the cannabis industry forever. Make sure to check out the link in this podcast description, uh, which would uh, bring you over to adweek.com so you can read more, read further, and dive in and get high. I'm just playing. Maybe <laughs> if you want to. I'm Chef T, guys. Thanks for joining me right here on SCWCT. Happy Friday. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. Oh, thank you.